Happy Friday, kiddos. You're listening to Travis and Sliwa, Kirk Morrison, and Clinton Yates filling in here. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We just came off of Ask Slee, which we opened up to the whole squad. Some guy asked Emily about driving cars, and that turned into a whole discussion about how she's a control freak. I'm joking. That's not true. She's just very organized. That's nothing wrong with that. Hashtag Ask Slee. We got one more here in the, in the slot. Ronald in South Central. What's going on, brother? Oh, hello, man. Hello, guys. Look. I just wanted to say, I, I love Aaron Donald so much, man. I would let him drive my car. But I have to say to that other caller, not compared with Lawrence Taylor, number 56. And I'm not a Giants fan, but let me tell you, Lawrence Taylor, we, we know how he can tackle. We know how he can guard uh, tight ends. But I think LT could guard a wide receiver. Uh, Lawrence Taylor could intercept the ball and take it to the house. But the main thing that separates him is like Charles Haley, Lawrence Taylor. And this is no disrespect. Those guys are a beer or two short of a six pack. Lawrence Taylor, he, he's not a criminal or a murderer. But when, when the bell sounds, if Lawrence Taylor coming to get you, Holmes, Holmes, you, Holmes, you get, Holmes, you getting got. All right, thanks for the phone call, Ronald. We're not going to get into the legal histories of Lawrence Taylor because that immediately undermines your entire (laughs) argument. But he was absolutely a very dynamic player. He had a lot of Ray Lewis in him as well as Aaron Donald. He was sort of the best versions of both, which is why it was kind of cool to see him play. Uh, That's a great point. He did did mix the two, right? He had the ability to uh, play at the line of scrimmage but also play off the ball. And then also, too, he was coached by some of the game's greatest coaches. Like, people forget his defensive coordinator was Bill Belichick. His head coach was Bill Parcells. Like, he was also part of the great minds of the NFL. So, just quickly, for those of you who love the the behind-the-scenes stuff, I know that's a big part of radio, and when new people come on, you love to talk about what the stuff you do. So, Kirk is planning his 40th birthday, and there's a lot of (laughs) things that we've discussed that he's going to do. This is an important topic on the show. Edward Forty Hands has been discussed, the old college game. For those of you who don't know what that is, you can look it up on your own. We talked about different things he can do. I suggested he learn how to drive a stick shift because he doesn't know and doesn't respect it. But he's also sent us an Instagram of a place that he wants to go to, which, Emily, how would you describe this place? Now, I'm not knocking this, but I would say that this is – okay, so here's the deal. There's a rooftop scenario with sort of like a kind of – Like igloos. Igloos. Igloos, yes, like starry night igloos that you sit inside of, and there's sort of an experience where there's like a candle, drinks with fire, um, you know, various other sort of – rather for lack of a better term bougie kind of stuff and i don't say that as a diss emily if you if somebody took you to this place that he showed us what would you think their thoughts were okay so first one it makes it seem like it's like 30 degrees outside it's not that it's not that cold we are like me you from the east coast yeah it's not that cold two uh i would think okay he's uh he's a little bit basic in a, in a way, and which uh, some guys can come out a little basic with this, which is it's just okay. Uh, but it depends on what he decided to order. So if he got like a bottle for us to share, and it was a nice bottle, wasn't the cheapest bottle on the list. Yeah, sure, that's a bit. But I think it's a little bit Instagrammy. I think it's a little bit too yeah. like ready for the picture. Uh, but I think it depends what he does there. What like you know how he how he interacts, or this if it was fun. like yeah. it was a surprise too. That'd be nice too. Yeah, but it's, ah. it's 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 L.A. too, though. Remember, like, so L.A. Angeles, that's how basic it is. Right, but I'm saying, like in L.A., it's really about going to the restaurant before people get to the restaurant. At times, you know what I mean? 
Because once it gets too Instagrammy, when it gets too, that's when you got to leave. So you, you sent me this from to, Instagram, though. No, 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 no. But it, when it, it like when it gets flooded, like right now, I got you. People aren't talking about it enough, or they're not. You know what I mean? Once it becomes one of those places that everyone's talking about, everyone's trying to go, it gets kind of watered down. So that is something that me and my wife we tend to try to get to these spots as quick as possible. Okay, just to go check. So it this out. is only so like 4 PM. you and yeah, this is only a you four p.m. This is only a you and your wife thing because these igloos are kind of tight, and I don't know yeah. how many people you can invite oh, yeah, no, to no, get no, into these a... things, considering how much stuff is on fire apparently right. at every table they serve you at. Well, you know, yeah, I'm trying to. It's something different. You got to do something different at times. You You're know, gonna get overheated by the no. fireplace. And that. Right, I'm not going to Cheesecake Factory at the Grove. You know what I mean? Like this is wow. that's totally wow. different. No, what you I'm got against Cheesecake Factory at the Grove? I can't, Plenty I mean, eighth graders have celebrated their graduations there I, with all of their friends. I, like I said, you talked about trying to get a reservation or going. I dare you to try to drop the, I'm walking in, I'm Clinton Yates, I need a table right now. Not at the Grove on a Saturday, brother. You can forget about it. That's 90-minute wait easy. <laughs> Kirk, <laughs> I might I need have to <laughs> take a trip to the Grove this weekend to test your theory, brother. Kirk, I need That's you to post this on TikTok. I need you to, to do some Instagram posting from this uh, this bougie place, this basic yeah. bougie place that you're going to go to. I mean, I'm, it looks I'm, nice. It looks nice. I'm but, uh, part of the list. I'm going to check it out. I don't know if it's okay. going to be this weekend, but I Okay, so this isn't necessarily the birthday thing. No, no, this no, is no. just I, on the bucket list. Okay. I also have some other dinners set up this week. Cause like I said, I'm turning 40. I just can't do it this weekend. I'm sort of more or less dedicated this weekend to the kids because kids are off on Monday. So I mm. said, you know what? My birthday month or time, it can actually, I can push it off as these restrictions continue to be lifted in the state of California and across the world. So I got some other stuff lined up later on, and I got a couple other restaurants, especially next week. I got a little restaurant I'm going to, and uh, maybe I could do it, you know, Instagrammy. But I just don't like people all in my business too, though, Emily. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, you, you like the protected igloo? Is that what? Is that the main thing that's bringing you to this? <laughs> that you can like close the door and then no one else is around you. Yeah, you can even no, like put on "Do Not Disturb." Please, waiter, don't come Do up here. Do not disturb in the igloo, yo. That is hilarious. I like that though. It's a little, you know, it's, it's kind of by it's like my very own indoor igloo cabana. Well, we hope that goes well. You were talking about Vegas earlier, but. More importantly, we got football to talk about. We just got off of the parade. Sean McVay yelling and screaming, run it back. Shirts are off. <laughs> Things are happening. It was rather exciting for those who showed up. I thought it was a good, you know, people want to talk trash about how it wasn't a Lakers parade. So what? You know what I mean? The people who wanted to be there were there. They had a good time. Reminder, the Rams still won the Super Bowl. That's nothing to sneeze Just no wide How- shots. No wide shots. <laughs> However, yeah, wide shots. Eh, no need for that. You can do Instagrammy, you know, <laughs> face-to-face. Um, so here's the thing, though, is that for whatever reason, you know, when people get caught up in the, you know, in the moment of sweating each other and the love fest that is parades, understandably, there's right. always the question of what happens next year. It's always too premature. Number one, mm-hmm. because the season just ended. Number two, guys are hammered. So, you know, let's just <laughs> right. say that what they feel might not be sure. That might be the truth serum, but it also might be the exaggerated truth serum. And. Let's hear the run it back chorus yet again. That has become basically the mantra of the season, and we were only two days into the offseason. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, it. I would say, as somebody, <laughs> pardon me, it's to step on that, because that's all we needed to hear. Yeah. As somebody that went to the literal same college that McVeigh did, I can tell you that in a party situation, anybody yelling anything, 
that they've claimed that they're going to do at that volume probably right. isn't good for it the next day. You, you know what I'm saying? Miami, like, wait, wait. I don't want to yeah. gloss over that. You went to Miami of Ohio. I was there when Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger was breaking records. Absolutely. Wow, I did not know that. Correct. Um, and I've been these- to a party or two in yeah. Oxford where people are screaming stuff at the top of their lungs for multiple minutes at a time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would have never expect anybody to hold – I would never hold anybody to that the next day no matter what they were saying. Yeah, so and <laughs> hopefully I don't go off on a tangent here. But through my duties of college football, I did a mm-hmm. game in Oxford University yeah. at Miami, you know, Miami University. And for some reason, when I'm driving through Oxford, I felt like I was in an episode of Stranger Things on Netflix. Oh, Butler County, Ohio? <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's new right next to Indiana. Out. You can walk to Indiana season. from there. There so, we go. Yeah, you're close. So yes. it was, you know, I saw a actual, like, video rental store still. This was three years ago. <laughs> like that's why you're laughing because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I saw some things. Yeah, it's it's it was like a real blockbuster. Like this is the part of America that I had. Like I like this still exists. You know what I mean? Like, I'm <laughs> there looking it is. at Oxford, Ohio, oh, yeah, where Miami, Ohio is, and I'm saying, okay, this this is. Um, sorry, Dorothy, I am not in Los Angeles anymore. Did you make it to Dayton? <laughs> that's where that's where that's where McVeigh's from. Right, I didn't make it to Dayton. I forgot yeah. where I even flew into. I flew into Cincinnati because uh, that's where you fly into. But the, the Cincinnati airport is yes. in Kentucky, right? So, might have been Indy. So yeah, really might have been. Yeah, so it was a lot going on. All right. But anyway, the Rams running it back. <laughs> well, so Clinton, this is what I want people to realize: is that the Rams also played in Super Bowl Fifty Three. Okay, mm-hmm. and in Super Bowl Fifty Three, there was twenty two starters, eleven on offense, eleven on defense, and this was Super Bowl Fifty Three. Just three seasons prior Super Bowl 56 of those 22 starters only three started in Super Bowl 56 only three Mm. so we're talking about the Rams how they were all in and what just a couple seasons ago they flipped their roster over all the way to where there was only three starters, Aaron Donald, the right tackle Rob Havenstein, and Andrew Whitworth were the only previous starters in the previous Super Bowl for the Rams. The Rams can run it back for this reason alone. They have the quarterback. When Mm. you have the quarterback, you feel like I can put pieces around them. And the Rams have drafted well. They've got some young running backs under contract. They'll probably get a Odell Beckham who – and this is just for everybody. I'm just the clarification. I mean, just kind of clarifying why I think Odell comes back. Odell Beckham Jr. had probably one of the best, like, second parts of a season we've seen in the NFL. Oh, Unbelievable. yeah. Like, touchdowns, all that. He tears his ACL, people. Where is he going to rehab that injury at? Why not rehab in Los Angeles? Maybe take a nice, friendly one-year deal. The Rams, by the way, Odell bet on himself. He had escalators in his contract. For every win in the playoffs, Odell Beckham had a bonus. They win the wild card. He got seven fifty thousand. They win the divisional. He got seven fifty thousand. He wins the uh, NFC Championship, seven fifty thousand. In the Super Bowl win, and I know he was probably crying for the injury, but he was also crying tears of joy because he also <laughs> cashed in a million dollar bonus as well. So. I say that because he is expecting a child soon, okay? And I'm thinking, do I leave Los Angeles or do I stay back? The core of this Rams team, I think, will be able to come back. Von Miller, same thing. 
he's sort of on that back nine of his career, mm. and he's looking around. Do I want to go somewhere and get a bunch of money and go be a part of a rebuild and just kind of go off into, you know, just whatever my Hall of Fame career over? Or do you try to run it back for another year? And I'm looking at what the Buccaneers did this year. They got close. They got beat by a better Rams team. I think that we'll see similar to what the Buccaneers did. The Rams run it back one more year. And I I think they should be the favorites in the NFC to get back to the Super Bowl. I would agree with that. I would say I would put them as the favorites just based on the idea that Favorites they in the NFC, though. In, in the, the NFC. NFC. No, yeah. I get it. To get to the Super Bowl. Get there. Um, I, I think that th- this is where the Los Angeles element comes Correct. into play, as you said. Yeah. You got SoFi. You got a nice place to be. Sure, you can walk away from the Super Bowl champions in Southern California, but, I mean, what would you do that for? You know, I mean, I get it. There's going to be guys that take that that money. I, you know what? We can, we can break this down a little bit. Who are the free agents who might most likely walk away, Kirk? Or just off the top of your head, who's probably going to – not who's probably going to go, but who's available to go that we can discuss in terms of what we know about them and their situation? Oh, see, I got to divide this up two ways, though, okay? Okay. Clinton, I got to divide this up two ways because you have the free agents who are possibly going to go, which is Odell Beckham, Von Miller. Okay. Um, you discuss those two. Yeah, th- those are the big, big names. They've got some other, right. like the center, Brian Allen. You know, they got some okay. other. Will, will Whitworth retire? Because then they got to figure out I the think left Whitworth retired. I think you've got to assume that right. Whitworth retires. So that's, his that's, backup, and that's not the biggest loss. Right. So when he back, so his backup, who they would just insert, who played well, Joe Noteboom, he's a free agent, Clinton. So ah. guess what? You got to sign him. You have to sign him. Yeah, yeah you got to sign him, and he's a free agent. Trust me, some other teams are out there like, hey, we can get him. Okay, that's okay. Well, that, that's why I ask because that's actually an interesting one. Go ahead. Well, that's part of it, but then I also have to look at Matthew Stafford is going into the final year of a contract. We know quarterbacks in the NFL they don't play on one year contracts. You have to sign them to extensions so that they're not going into a lame duck year. Aaron Donald, his price tag is only, I believe, $9 million for 2020. Come on, man. He deserves to be bumped up as the best player in the NFL. And, oh, by the way, they got Cooper Cup at a bargain. He just had the greatest receiving season ever in NFL history through 21 games. Doesn't he need a bump up? That's where cooler heads have to prevail. Everybody needs to get in the room, Clinton. They have to have a cool by y'all moment because we know what separates teams. It's, I already got a championship. Now I'm trying to get mine. I need more. That's what tears teams up even more. I'm not going to lie. That does not actually help your case. That makes it sound like they got a lot more, they got a lot more right. irons in the fire, which but is difficult. To, they get they that. need to hold hands and say, hey, we yeah. got to do this for the better good, right? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that because that backup situation with Whitworth is interesting because you think about that, and that guy could say, listen, I already won mine. I can go cash out. I, don't, cash I know out. what it's like. You know yes. what I mean? I don't need to repeat it just for the sake of you know the enduring legacy. I think OBJ comes back. I think yes. that's a bit of a – I don't want to say a no-brainer, but I also think that for a guy like Von Miller, who's got interest in other things, you know, who yes. quite frankly is, is more famous than just football in, in many yeah. regards, um, you know, LA, LA is an advantageous place for him to be and to play and for him to have the spotlight on him. So I think that would be – that would make sense. But, yeah, there's some questions there. Cooper Cup, what do you do? And do, I mean, Stafford, I don't know, man. I don't feel like – I feel like after Stafford has this whole career – yeah. And he finally gets a ring. If he's at the point where he's begging for some big payout, that that mm. seems a little untoward to me. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I just, from what I know about him, right? I, I I don't see him. You know, I don't know what 
sitting out because he didn't get some big bonus after winning the Super Bowl. He wasn't even the MVP. You know what I mean? So I think Stafford will work itself out a little bit. I hope so because I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers, who's probably got a bigger, wider resume than Matthew Stafford, and the Green Bay Packers are willing to give him $45 million, which basically says you're not going to be able to resign anybody back in Green Bay. So we all know that it's not more or less the player. It's about the agents. The agents won't allow the players to take anything less than market value, even though I think Matthew Stafford may get some – may want to take a team-friendly deal. I think he may would love to, but the agent won't let him. Let's hope they can get to it. Quick update from Jeff Passan, my colleague. Major League Baseball has postponed spring training games through March 5th, which was obvious, of course, but it's now official as the league prepares to start with the MLB Players Association on Monday as collective bargaining negotiations finally start to ramp up, which means Kirk's plans have changed this spring. That's next on Travis and Sliwa. I'm Clinton Yates. He's Kirk Morrison. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Travis and Slee, Clinton and Kirk filling in here on a Friday. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. We were talking about some stuff during the break, which was that this Super Bowl was particularly star-powered because it was in Los Angeles, and we got into a little bit of a name game of people you (laughs) saw. Emily, who did you see that you were most surprised by? So I saw Megan the Stallion. So no, that was pretty okay. cool. On screen, though, I also loved Doja Cat. Doja Cat was great on the screen. Mm-hmm. Doja Cat is strong. <laughs> Kirk, what about you? Um, so there's a so we do our pregame show and halftime show uh, along the concourse, and in halftime we do it uh, in the actual radio booth. Mm. But I watch the game primarily from the press box. So there's quite a little walk from the press box to the actual radio booth. And so I'm getting ready to walking down right before halftime to go do the halftime hit. And it's like there's Vin Diesel, there's Buster Rhymes, there's like I had never seen so many like uh extra guys. When I say the extra guys, everyone had a bodyguard. <laughs> like the bodyguards had a different separate credential that were on them. But Really? Yeah, yeah. That's how I was like, Oh yeah, this is real. So seeing them and then seeing like Martha Stewart, they're like it was just like people that were there that I didn't expect to be at the Super Bowl, but I should have known that in L.A. it brought a bunch of celebrities out from all genres, music, television, Guy film, Fieri. movies. I mean, it was, it was a who's who, you know, everything. Yeah. No, and that's cool because I think what most people don't realize about what Super Bowl week is and – you know, it's 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 easy to look at it on TV and be like, oh, my God, all the celebrities are at everything, blah, blah, blah. No, 
These people come and party the week before, and then they go home. Right. For this many famous people to be at the actual football game was stunning. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that—that that was the difference. Is that they were in the building yeah. watching the game. And the reason I bring that up is because one of my buddies—I mentioned I went to Miami of Ohio before. Yeah. That's outside of Cincinnati. A lot of my friends from college are Bengals fans. Yes. One of my best friends from—he's uh, from Cincy. His name is Jason. He came and stayed on my couch. I wasn't going to the game. I wasn't covering the game. Like I told right. you, I was lounging with my folks. But he went, and he was rocking all his Bengals gear. You know, there were Bengals fans down there. <laughs> yeah. We went to the Bengals pregame the day before. It was fun. I mean, this is what it's like, you know. Yeah. It's not just about the home team or just about the L.A. team. It was actually a good time all around. Anyway, he goes to the stadium, and he's like, yeah, you know, I did my bit where I just kind of got it. He bought a ticket, but just kind of slid from place to place. You know, maybe he's in a VIP. He might right. not have should have been in. <laughs> was just kind of going with the flow because the credentials are kind of intense. He didn't want to get yeah. thrown out. So he was just kind of vibing. So I guess at one point he was telling me that after about a quarter of this, he was sort of scouting where he might be able to get into a suite. Now, this was obviously very difficult because, hello, a lot of famous actual people are walking around. Yes. He said he saw one suite where he watched a bunch of sort of old white guys track in and he was like, oh, dude, I'll get in. They're Bengals fans. They're going to be like, <laughs> yeah. whatever, whatever. He said he walks in uh-huh. and these guys, he sort of didn't see where they went. And the first person who stood up and turned around, just like wondering who walked in was Drake. And he was like, <laughs> I need to leave right now. I'm in over my head. <laughs> just turned around and bailed from the thing and went right back to his seat and was like, I'll just said, stay here for the rest of the game. It was All funny. he could have said was, hey, I'm with Jack Harlow. Yeah, well, you know, but that wasn't wasn't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? So no, I get it, man. There are a whole ton of famous people there, and that's always good to see. But most important, we just got the news from Jeff Passan that MLB is gonna shorten their season basically because they're not starting spring training on time. That obviously affects the Dodgers in a certain way that it does everybody else. But you revealed something that I did not know about you. Now, everybody at this station knows your boy right. is a huge baseball guy. This is the sport that I care about the most. This is the sport okay. I like about the most, like the most. It's the sport that I cover the most and know the most right. players in. Apparently, Kirk Morrison is a big <laughs> spring training guy. Who knew? Please lay this out because this is how it presented to me. You said if this strike news, excuse me, if this labor agreement news doesn't change, lockout, I'm going to have to change my spring plans. What were your spring plans, sir? And please let the people know. Okay, a little background behind me. Baseball was my first love. Started playing mm. baseball at the age of six. Got all the way into my junior year of high school. Uh, started lifting weights. Couldn't make the throw from third base to first base. They moved me to right field. <laughs> high school football coach said, hey, son, you got more of a uh, of a future playing football because you're not going to go to the major leagues. I'm just telling you. You're a good player, but you're that, that's just not in your future. You have more of a future in football. I get it. I get the scholarship, go to San Diego State, play football, make it to the NFL. But I go back to the Super Bowl 2007, Giants versus Patriots, right? This was the, the year in which the Patriots are supposed to go 19-0. and yep. Eli Manning, the throw, David Tyree, all of that. So that's that. the background story. But my mom actually came to that Super Bowl, and she had a great time. We were at the festivities, the events, Super Bowl week. My best friend from high school moved to Arizona. So – my mom was with his mom. They were hanging out for her. And she, so my mom had just this great time. And she said, you know what? You guys should come back in a couple weeks. We go hang out for spring training. My mom's big baseball fan. Her, 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 her uh, claim to fame 
is that she was there on 939, which is a big thing in Oakland, California, when Ricky Henderson stole yeah. base 939. She has all the memorabilia from there. That's where I got my love from baseball from my mom. Today, I'm the greatest of all time. That's yes, she was there. Yes, she took off work because it, it happened actually during the daytime. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's awesome. But so that's where my passion for baseball came. And then we came back for the trip that you know, my friend's mom told, hey, just come out. So 2007, we or the 2008 um, Major League Baseball spring training, we went out. I had the most fun time. It was for my mom's birthday. Her birthday is always around March. I mean, March 6th, but it's around the spring training. We go out. Literally, I, I look, and I like I said, I love baseball. It was my outlet from football. Like, I will still go do batting practice in the offseason still as an NFL player. Like, I would go do batting practice. What? I played in the, soft, I played in the softball league. We are like, learning all <laughs> sorts of things about Kirk today in the Diamond. Yes. This is great. So, I, I like, I literally love this, too. Like, trust me. And then, so yeah, I go from, I believe you, bro. Yeah. So then, we had such the best time. My mom says, you know what? For my birthday every year, let's just make it a trip oh, just to, to Arizona. For, and I said, you my know what? Heart melts. I told my mom, it's done. And so we've been going to spring training every year. Oh. Um, you know, now that I incorporate the kids, you can actually take the kids oh. in the afternoon to all these different places, oh. hanging out in the outfield. My mom's got a sangria. I've got me a nice adult beverage. You've got this the ice so cream great. and the helmet. But think about yes. all of this now. You, it is now being canceled. You know what I mean? Like, I've yeah. seen all of these brand-new stadiums be erected. I've been to uh, Sloan Field, which is where the Chicago Cubs, um, it looks like a mini Wrigley Field, right? Yeah. I've seen the A's. Been to, I've been there at Camelback to watch the Dodgers, who share the same facility with the White Sox. I've been to Surprise, where the where the, where the, uh, the the Padres are. I've been to all these. And then growing up as an A's Giants fan, Scottsdale Stadium is where the Giants play. So this is my every-year thing, and the city – uh, or the Phoenix area, definitely the greater will be Phoenix impact. area, the Tempe's, the yes. Scottsdale's, the they will be impacted by this because this is big business for them. The hotels are usually always sold out. It is, I mean, literally, rental cars are the toughest to get during this time. And now with this news, yeah, it's definitely going to hurt them. But it won't be too bad because they do host next year's Super Bowl in the greater. No, Phoenix that's area. true. But I, I, I'm glad you brought all that background because, and we'll just say this quickly because I know we got to get out. A lot of people. When they talk about millionaires versus billionaires, they don't really understand what the core of baseball is beyond just salaries mm-hmm. of rich players. All right. of these communities, these minor league communities that are affected across America, Correct. not just in spring training, but the businesses that are there that rely on the business of baseball in order to stay afloat and be who they are, they're affected by this. And I will remind you of one simple thing, Los Angeles. In this particular labor agreement, it's the owner's that are choosing not to let the players play. They could play and negotiate Mm -hmm. at the same dang time, but they're not. So think about that. Coming Mm -hmm. up, fact or cap, if someone wrote a song about you, would you (laughs) own up to it? This is a great question. That's next. It's Travis (laughs) and Sliwa. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, welcome to Factor Cap. I'm sure you guys both know what a cap is, apparently, because uh, <laughs> right, we, 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 we got it. Yeah, this is not know. the part where you have to awkwardly explain it. I know that you like to do that, and that's so funny. Yeah. This is also the part where I sort of, like, I keep this show on, yeah. full disclosure, when I drive into work to go to the studio to Around mm -hmm. the Horn, I don't mean to step on your stuff, but whenever this comes up, I'm like, oh, the cringe. I know the cringe <laughs> is the best part, but it's it's really funny. <laughs> it's why we love Ashley. It's why I love this, too. It's Correct. great. Um, yeah. All right, so at first, uh, Malik Monk shot his shot with Iggy Azalea about four years ago and just mm. now got on a date with her. So you have shot your shot before, and it didn't work out. Clinton, factor cap. Cap! As the president of the Handsome Man community, I'm joking. But um, I will tell you a story that... The way that I met the woman I love now is that she shot her shot, and then years later, when we were just, you know, like, uh, separately, we ended up getting back together, and now we're together. Not getting back together, but I was like, oh, by the way, you know, anyway, so that's what happened. It works, is my point. <laughs> it's happened to me, not for me. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this fact. Um, I have uh, shot my shot, and uh, it didn't work out for me before, you know, back in the day, though. It was different. You know, when you're a young dude in college, um, you know, you kind of shot your shot a lot. Like, hey, what's yeah, I, I, right. <laughs> you can't pull NFL's Kirk Morrison yet. I, I, no, but no. I get his point here. Like, if we're if we're just referring to any old holleration yeah. as shooting of the shot, well, yeah. then sure, yeah. But if I think of shoot your shot as like a more serious intent oh, to actually do something yeah. in some ways. No, no, yeah, like the serious intent, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, my wife, I mean, I literally had I stalked my wife for like a year. She'll tell you that. Like, I literally met her and, like, stalked her because her friend said, oh, she's got a boyfriend. And I talked to her friend, like, oh, where happened to your friend? She's like, oh, she's got a boyfriend. So, like, a year later, I see her, I'm like, oh, and she's like, who are you? And I was like, oh, I'm Kurt. And she says, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, well. Yo, you still got the boyfriend? And she's like, what you mean, boyfriend? How, how did you, know, you know about the boyfriend? Like, you know? right. I was like, oh, you know what? I had always asked your friend about you, and I know we had never really met. I'm sorry. So she actually thought it was cool. So I was kind of like indirectly shooting my shot, and it worked because I was like kind of an <laughs> undercover stalker, and I'm not so going to shot the adjacent? <laughs> Is that what you're getting at here? Yeah. I mean, I don't even, like, is that a backboard shot? Yeah, got like Let's just say you showed interest. I don't like the word stalker, especially not with the way that Kanye is operating yes. in the streets these days. I got you. You were showing interest yeah. kindly as best you could. Correct. Making but, yourself available is probably yeah. the best way to put I, it. I will say this. In my college years, definitely was uh, shooting my shot, though. It was, yeah, it was San Diego was a great place for me. Love it. Yeah. So Love I it. I've shot my shot before. I've usually it's uh guys buying girls drinks, but one day I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm gonna buy this guy a drink. Bought him a drink. Talked for a second, and then yeah, his uh, girlfriend walked out of the bathroom. He's like, oh, oh, oh I'm oh, gonna dagger. go the other way. Sorry. Dagger. Have a good day. Enjoy the drink. Where uh, was this? Where where did this go down? When this was this, <laughs> this was uh, around my uh, where I live. I, I live uh, in Holland Park, so it was at a bar. Okay, in so Park, this was so. this was local. Yeah, this was local. So <laughs> okay. it, was, it was great. It was fun. You know, just uh, I was just chatting. It's fine, but you know, just uh, turn around. Turn around. All right, so. <laughs> Up next, uh, it's National Drink Wine Day. Boxed wine is actually good. Kirk, fact or cap? Ooh, I would say fact. 
And the only reason why is because shout out to moms. She used to have that. What was that? That, that box of God. What is the the box wine? Franzia. Yeah, the little Franzia. Franzia. Is Please Franzia? do not disrespect the name of the Franzia region of nowhere. Wait. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew Franzia back in college. What is that? J-Girl, come is. here. I got a boxed wine. I'm yelling to my girlfriend because when she bought me a smoothie earlier yeah, it today, was that fr- I told yeah, her to Franzia, also get wine, the boxed so I'm going to ask her what she got. J-Girl, <laughs> we have a question for you on air. Yeah. What, wine, box- what wine did you buy from the store? Box wine. Box wine. It is great. I was just guessing. <laughs> yeah, that the one mom was used to have the uh, the white zen, um, and it was like in the box, and it was like weird because I'm seeing like bottles. Because it's a it bag like, in a box. It's a bag in a box, right? So just, okay, so let me answer the question. <laughs> Fact. Box wine is actually good as evidenced by the fact that we keep it in this household. It was here and I didn't even know. That was tremendous. Yeah. Yes. Box Major wine is fact. good. Yeah. Yeah. It also depends on the brand. Sometimes the brands can yes. be great. Sometimes the brands. And also, it's just like it, you don't have to go buy more wine. You know, it's there for a long time. It's great. So, uh, <laughs> next, Jake Gyllenhaal broke his silence about Taylor Swift's version of All Too Well. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, you know that it's all about Jake Gyllenhaal. But he says it wasn't about him. So, that's a lie. Anyway, if anyone wrote a song about you, regardless of the tone, you would owe note to it. Clinton is his factor cap. Fact. I mean, this is this goes up there with the all press is good press in a certain ways. Mm. I don't live a lifestyle where I'm out here turning down opportunities for people to talk about me <laughs> in terms of like what I'm doing. Uh, you got to explain to me the backstory of this Jake Gyllenhaal Taylor Swift situation because yeah. you got to understand that for some people who are not hardcore Swifties or whatever, all of these dudes that songs are being made about kind of ran together, right. and so I'm not really necessarily it's sure very clearly which song him. was about which person <laughs> and why. Yeah. Why is this one specifically about him? It's because it uh, one he it says referencing going to his sister's house. They went to uh, it's like documented that she went to his sister's house upstate, which is also referenced in the music. There's a red uh, scarf that he later wears uh, that it was hers. And then he kept okay. after the date. Anyway, there's a lot of I'm, evidence I'm offline. I get it. Yes. Okay. Mm. I believe you. Yeah. I, I would say fact <laughs> as well. I, I don't think people, yeah. I don't think people, like you mentioned, Clayton, you're not going to uh, not acknowledge uh, someone making a song for you, but I always feel like the women, who make the songs they they tend to like take off even more like i think there isn't a lot of adele's music is like part of heartache and breakup you know what i mean a lot of yeah <laughs> a lot of or maybe the most whole of. situation yeah <laughs> but i think that's also part of the following too like girl i feel you uh but what about the guy why like is the guy supposed to acknowledge like yeah you know she's talking about me like bro if I'm, cardi I'm, b I'm, made a song about you you would be telling the whole world right trust okay. me Cause I'm I just, would too. I, I'm still caught up on this whole Tinder swindler guy. Uh, I know you also, good show. <laughs> good Tinder movie. swindler. That's what's going on. <laughs> I have not gotten into that just yet because I'm not really a big scam entertainment guy, but I am very interested to hear what this is about. Yeah. Tinder uh, Tinder Tinder swindler. swindler. Uh, <laughs> all right. One second. Okay, so a dad in France cut off his entire town's internet to prevent his kids from going on social media. So, you don't know what you would do if you had no internet for 48 hours. Kirk, is this factor cap? Ooh. Uh, 
I, I would say 48 cat. hours. This guy can't even figure out where to go to dinner in one yeah, town. No. Without, so, okay, because you know what? I, I've had this problem before, so I think mm-hmm. I know. Honestly, it's two things. You have to tell me when it's going to occur, okay? So is it going to occur at night or during the day? I had a situation where I had an outage where just not even power, just Wi-Fi. Not having Wi-Fi at your home, like literally you have no idea how you feel like you're on a different planet. Like I felt disconnected and they couldn't come out to fix it later on and I didn't know what to do. So I'm so worried about it. So I still feel like if I had this happen at night, I can fall asleep. I can still eight to ten hours uh, of sleeping, wake up, clean my closet. Um, I got some chores that I need to do anyway that that's what I would probably focus on right now. I would say uh, I'll say that's cap because like I could figure it out for two days, but like I do two think days, what yeah. Kirk is bringing up is in, two days is the max. First max. of all, <laughs> and first of all, and I think what Kirk is bringing up too is that the surprise element would throw me more yes. than if let's just say, hey, we're gonna drive to the mountains. And you're just right. going to keep your phone in the car or whatever, Correct. and then we're going to come back. That's a totally different story than, say, I don't know, showing up on a plane to fly across country and you can't even use your phone. That five hours will kill me just because yeah. I didn't know and I was expecting it versus what I did know and I could walk into, you know? Mm. Or just so losing power, too, at night, too, man. You realize, why don't I have candles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, coming up. College football's playoff committee could not decide on something unanimously. Massive shocker. And Rams Super Celebration Week is on all week on 710. Listen every hour for your chance to win a Rams Super Bowl champion's hat. Call in right now, 877-710-ESPN. Caller number 10 wins. That's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Travis and Sliwa, Clinton and Kirk filling in here on a Friday. The boys are taking some time off after the Rams parade. I know Sliwa really got after it with that Aaron Donald workout package. He sent me some videos of him (laughs) doing lat pull-downs. I was like, whoa, that's weird. No, not true at all, but... We've got news from the college football front, Kirk, that you wanted to talk about. Now, it's been determined through whatever meetings that they have and whatever caves that the NCAA occupies in Indianapolis that they're not going to expand the college football playoff. It currently rests at four. There's been a lot of talk about it moving to 12. I happen to be a personal component of eight, 
but that's a different discussion. What do you think, Kirk, in terms of where the expansion is? It apparently will not expand until after 2026. And do you think this is going to affect any of the schools locally, obviously, namely USC, with the program being back in the forefront of the college football discussion? Well, Clint, you know, I'm always going to carry the torch for the Group of Five, um, mm-hmm. coming from a Group of Five program at San Diego State, um, that I've always felt that college football has sort of alienated half of its programs. If you're not in a Power Five conference, um, you don't necessarily have a shot at winning the national title. It was great that Cincinnati had the opportunity this year as a Group of Five, um, but we know that they're moving to the Power Five as they'll be a member uh, of the Big 12 in the years to come. The, the expansion of the playoff, I was hoping, was that it would get to 12 teams. You would have four you know, first round or four, four teams that would have a bye. You mm-hmm. play that, you know, the, the other teams will play, the eight teams will play, and then you'll have an extra playoff game, and it will go into sort of a, 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 a playoff style champion. They do it on the FCS level, which is the Division II level. I always felt that college football has dropped the ball in terms of alienating fan bases. Think about it. Yeah. You, when you only say four teams have an opportunity after the, the first weekend in December, that turns off to me like literally more than three-quarters of the country. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't, That's the only part I didn't like. And really, it's been Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Now, yes, we did have some new blood this year, right? We had, you know, obviously Cincinnati. We had Michigan. Sure. That was great. But I don't care. People say, well, it still would have been Alabama versus. I don't care. Just let it play out on the field, but at least let everybody feel like they're a part of it. And I think it does affect the Pac-12, which is where USC, UCLA, it affects them because a lot of this is geared toward the four best teams. The Pac-12 usually beats up on each other. And if they do, that means they won't be have a seat at the table the larger of the, table. College, yeah. the, the big table, the, the four-seat table of the college football playoff. Now, Lincoln Riley can change all of that. Now, he's got to run the table. I mean, there's going to be a lot of – there's a lot of excitement in USC right now. I get it. they got a new quarterback, Caleb Williams, and, you know, all the new transfers have come in. Lincoln Riley's bringing sort of showtime back to USC and all that good stuff. But I think it does affect them because now you it's the bias, I think, of college football at times – of the SEC and how we look at the SEC teams and not expanding. I just, I honestly feel like it's not giving college football. It's fair shot at going in, winning a title. I just feel like, look at San Diego state. I can look at my guys in the eye and say, look, Hey, we have an opportunity, but honestly, it's a slim opportunity to win a national title. That's what it's all about. Like you're, we're just playing for conference championships, and I think this is where college football is messed up: is that they don't have a commissioner. They don't, as funny as it may seem, they don't have a Roger Goodell. Yeah, and I think that they need one. Well, this is where the conference is battling becomes an issue. And quickly, I think that this is also a matter of like, you know, you've got to sort of evolve with what the nature of the fan base is like. And I honestly think mm-hmm. that the concept of protect of, of, of protecting the the sanctity of the bowl system. It's just kind of archaic. It you know is. what I'm saying? Like, you, it just doesn't really apply to. And I think that a lot of that has to do with, frankly, the just the preponderance of bowls that we have. I mean, there's bowls on all the time. Like, <laughs> why not just make those count for something? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, if, if you or, or I mean, I get it that there's certain places in certain schools where there's experiences that you can't describe that you don't want to have to fold into competition in order for them to be fun. But I'm sorry. In 2022, 
it just feels weird to have meaningless games. You know what I'm saying? Especially when most of the team's seasons are effectively meaningless games. Or you know opting what I'm out. Saying? Yeah, you have all right. these opt-outs too. You know, and it's like, well, if you're going to have all these bowls and you want to keep the bowls, well, then at least use the bowls for what people want. And to me, that seems obvious. Whether or not you go to 12, to 8, or just what, I mean, the system is there to be used, but you're only using it in one way. That just doesn't strike me as smart. Yeah, it doesn't. I just say, you you don't have a unified voice for college football. There's not one. There's individual commissioners, right? There's 10 commissioners of conferences, and everybody is going to do what's best for their conference. Nobody wants to share the pie, and now we're seeing, obviously, Oklahoma and Texas. They're going to be jumping from one conference to another conference, and then what about the Big Ten, and what about who's got a new television contract coming up? So. Obviously, it's always going to be about money, but we know that for the next, what, three seasons, the 2023, 2024, and 2025, it's going to be four teams. Like, I just want to see more. I do. More football. It really is. Just how we expanded the NFL. Look, it was the worst weekend of the weekends, by the way, the wild card weekend, but everybody still watched in the NFL. I remember the, the expansion of seven teams per conference in the NFL. No one's, oh, they're watering the playoffs down. We still watched, Clinton. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love that, though. That's a different discussion. We, we didn't love it, but I loved it. I watched it. I had three games. We had a Monday night football playoff game. That's true. Which, That's exactly, true. the winner of that game actually won the Super Bowl. So now you, you can also throw that in there, that even if you play on a Monday night playoff game, you still can win the Super Bowl. Very true. Well, we'll see what happens, but I do think that – you know, it's just whether or not USC can get back there or not quickly is going to be pretty much the most important question of Lincoln Riley's career. Coming up, yeah. are the Lakers toast? Curtains, I tell you, <laughs> bugs. They're curtains. That's next. It's <laughs> Travis and Sliwan, ESPN 710. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 